Hey, Pride fam. Get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the Podcast. Featuring special guest, writer, actor, and director, Michael D. Cohen. So grab yourself an August treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. It's Pride, bitch. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another episode of Pride the Podcast. I'm not your plastic dog. <laughs> and thank you to our partners of Rehab Entertainment. Hey, Teresa. Hey, John. I'm Ashley Mitchell. I'm Adam Andrew Rio. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. And I'm Daryl Anthony. And we're back, 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 back again. Look at the core four. Okay. I got the door for. Oh, no. no. Oh. Okay. So, you know what? It's just been the anniversary of like the third Bring It On, which was the one with um, Hayden Panettiere. Um, and it just Hayden, and I think that Solange Knowles was in that one. Um, it's just their anniversary just came out, and a couple of actors were talking about it. And it is actually the most successful sequel after the original to come out. And people love that movie. And I ain't never really seen it. So, well, I've, I've never seen it. And Rihanna's in, Rihanna's in it, too. Is it yeah. a sequel? I thought you just said it was the third. Well, it, it's, it's a part, franchise. It's a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> you need to watch Scream 6 for more rules. No, we're not allowed to talk about any entertainment on today's podcast. And a oop. Given the strike. Well, I'm not. Yeah, we're not allowed to promote and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more yes. with our guest coming up in the next segment, Michael D. Cohen. Mm-hmm. But wait? before we do, what else? We don't have anything to talk about if we're all on strike. I have a lot to talk about. I went to the Metallica concert recently. You did. It was was super cool. Metallica still exists? Um, Yeah, and honestly, as much as I love my good, good, great sis Beyonce, they took a whole stadium. Not one seat was. Where was it? What was it? How was it? So I'm a good friend of mine, Katie. Katie Tolson. Love you, Katie. uh, Invited me. She had this VIP situation to go see Metallica. And I was like, you know what? I know some of their songs. You know, I knew, um, I do. I know Adam's um, sister, Sarah, she loved Metallica. And so I was like, you know what? And I knew Adam couldn't go. And I was like, you know what? I am going to, I'm going to go see this. And I'm going to get some video. I'm going to get some content. We had just been there two weeks earlier to see Beyonce. We go and thank you to Sean, who's part of um, Metallica's management team, who set all this up. We went in and we actually touched your actual equipment. Uh, and Guitar Day had like a whole thing set up there. We went Was it to- Metallica? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. God. Uh, so yeah, that was a grandpa like them because those men, while they may be older, they rocked that house out. Like I've never. We we had floor seats, um, and then we also had access to um, the upstairs suite where all the management team was, and it was such an experience. Like I, I mean, I wish I and I told everybody, you know, no secret. I wish I had that kind of. Um, entrance like with Beyonce really I wish I had I was in her suite but this was such a cool experience to go to see so many older people and younger people and everybody kind of come together everyone a lot of people like Metallica and mm-hmm. it ended up being 80,000 people and it was at um, MetLife um, and they filled up every seat they had monitors and everything up it was hmm. one of the most <laughs> this is one of the most um, interesting experiences I've ever had and have I, you ever been to a rock concert before no not that I can remember and obviously I remember um, you know I've been to a lot I've really tried to expand on going to different type of concerts um, 
you know, with like Cynthia and Sean and them, I go to a lot of like electronic festivals, uh, like dance festivals, EDM, like that whole world I go mm-hmm. to. Um, and so that's been interesting. And each crowd is very, very different. You know, we mm-hmm. went to Panorama years ago and we kind of saw that, which I feel like Panorama is a good blending. I went to um, it's a good mixing. Bowl. I, mm-hmm. I, I went to Electric Zoo, which was a whole nother ball game, which is coming up soon, actually. And it's um, they're all very interesting. Mm-hmm. But we still y- never made it out to Coachella. Yeah, I think that we would need to find an artist now that we would care enough about to do so. Right. Because who who's headlining now isn't necessarily, you know, people that we want to see. But, you know, stuff is changing all over. You know, I know Lizzo was supposed to be headlining. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Made in America? Made, made in America. Jay-Z's tour. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's gone. They canceled it. And, of course, they're not saying, like, it's because of Lizzo. But we're like, mm-hmm. it's because of, of Lizzo. But, honestly, why didn't they just replace her and then just keep right. the whole concert going? Well, I, th- I think they wanted to keep their hands clean because there's just not enough information out there. Yet, I mean, there's a lot of information, but it's all just like allegations. I mean, yeah, we've also had a contradiction come out recently with two of the dancers who initially said that Lizzo said something to them, um, and and you know, physically, and then they were like, What did she say? and they're like, Well, she didn't really say anything, it's how we felt, and uh, you know, words and intention matter, right? Because if I come to you and I say, Adam, you said this to me, and then you're like, "Oh, did I say that?" Or did you? I said, "Well, you didn't say it, but I kind of felt it." That changes the whole intention yeah, of my like, anger and the conversation. It doesn't take away my feelings. No. My feelings are my feelings, but if that is the case, let's talk about my feelings and me not put words into your mouth by my feelings. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see what well, happens with Lizzo. I hope that there is a logical explanation that allows her to continue on and that everybody feels comfortable if that makes sense i mean like i hope that things like you know like we've forgiven a lot of people for a lot worse and i'm i'm interested with the i'm speaking to you all exclusively to the african-american community i'm interested to see how you guys are going to take this because you know r kelly was proven as a rapist and 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 different things and you guys still supported him i've seen a lot of comments out there about not supporting lizzo and it's all leading to talk about her weight size her being a woman so i'm like if we're going to support if y'all not we are going to support r kelly by things he's actually done and not support lizzo by what seems like based on all the comments is that she's quote unquote a mean girl who's too sexual then like you don't really have a leg to stand on because to me i think that if you're not going to support a known rapist and and if you're still going to support a known racist i mean and not support her i'm not saying two wrongs make it right but i'm interested to know that situation as well Mm -hmm. Mm. um Ashley, what have you been up to? Um, so the same day that Darrell went to the Metallica concert, um, a bunch of us got together, and Darrell participated before he went. We did a vision board party, and mm-hmm. even though, oh. and even though, did it's, you wear glasses? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shut up, Grandpa here. <laughs> that oh. was a dad joke. He, sh- he should have been to Metallica concert. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and even though you know, like I feel like a lot of times people feel like bound to New Year's to make like vision boards and manifest and do all that, but it's just like you can do it at any time. Like mm-hmm. it's you know, we don't have to be bound by the calendar. So you know, a bunch of us got together and we started it. We didn't have as many magazines as we wanted, so like we kind of were like we couldn't we see sh- that in the vision, but. <laughs> Uh, right. <laughs> okay, Raven. Um, yeah. 
um, yeah, so we were like, okay, we'll do Act One, and and Act Two will okay, get more Renaissance. Mag- exactly, and um, Act Two will do more. But it was nice to like get everybody together and everybody being in like positive energy and it was very positive what was we saged the house beforehand we did like the saging thing Mm -hmm. what was on your vision board what's in your vision um my vision um we kind of broke it down by like money or finances and career and personal social and personal so like you know in general i wished (laughs) that i get a better job and a promotion and um, more money and that I find love and that I continue on my health journey. Um, what else did I say? Well, I want to be closer with my family, spend yeah. more time with my family. I would like to be closer with God. Those are just like few bullet points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, you know, mine was very much like maintaining, like, like getting money and maintaining money and doing it better. Um, making sure I find if if I want to find love or find a guy who's interested that he's interested in every aspect that I do because I've had this thing lately where like if I'm trying to date somebody or do any of that they're not interested in the you know the acting and the performance world of that I'm in and I want to make sure that I find that um, finding a new fucking job because I'm sick of where I work so I hope someone's listening so I I, I am I'm looking for that because you know everyone's looking for the next stage of your career and I'm also hoping mm-hmm. that the industry comes back soon I'm, uh-huh. I'm there's a lot mm-hmm. of different things but like Ashley said being able to travel more spend time with your mm-hmm. family um and, and just find more ways to be happy in those small ways I feel like when everyone came together and we had such a positive attitude about it I felt happy in those moments I'm mm-hmm. like I want to make sure that if something makes me happy, even if it's in a moment, to do it, um, yeah, that's my that's mine. Mm-hmm. Nice, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. That's, if I've y'all want to hop on in Act Two, let us know. Yes. Yeah, Tiffany said she was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll be coming over in, in, during the week." Yeah, yeah, and she didn't <laughs> let me know. T- Tiffany is great. I. I'm very fortunate, and I know she's listening because she'd be listening. She said, "I keep my ears to the ground for the girls." Um, <laughs> for the girls. I just spending much time with her, like it, it's so great, and that, and that's part of the happiness, right? Finding those people who, when you're around them, they make them they make you really excited, and you like come in um, and spend time. But have, I have a question, Adam, for you. Mm-mm. What has been going on? What have you <laughs> What have you been doing? What have you been up to? Um, well, I broke in my purple clogs. <laughs> Bye, bye. No, not much. I, I mean, funny. just I thanks. <laughs> um, just working, working, working. Just twirling around that office. I saw a phrase the other day, and I thought of you, and I thought of myself. It's like, do we work to live or do we live to work? I work to live. Yeah, we should, but a lot of people because I feel like I know living we, to just work, I and I feel like we fall into that category. I feel like that's we, the same fucking thing. It, it I mean, it's just how you look it, at it. it. It's, it's yeah, how, yeah, because it's like for me, when I go, to, like I'm one of the people, and I've been like this all my life. Anytime I need to take off work and go somewhere, I notice a lot of my friends be like, "Well, let me check my PTO. Let me check." If I'm requesting off, it is fine. I, to me, it's mm-hmm. y'all figure that out. It, I, my plane ticket's bought. I'm taking the fuck off work because that's it. Speaking and a lot of people don't do that. Well, Adam, you have a birthday coming up. He does? I do. Big 35. Thrive. When is it? That's, what, that, that's you. <laughs> well, I just want to know when it is. That's what you sound like. When is it? Is anybody on the podcast going? Well, so Leo's season no, but when will is soon it? be over. <laughs> 
is what you're telling me. Yeah, thank I, God. Uh-huh. So uh, there are plans or whatever. So what are these plans that y'all keep You tell keep us. trying to find out, and you're not going to get us. But We're going to Cujo up. Spa. Right. In, Cujo. In By Stephen King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your Coochie Spa. Yeah. Coochie. Who Coochie? Who Coochie? Who Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to sneak champagne into Cujo. Maybe side texting me some nonsense when I was like, Carol, we go, and I, I told him how we gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And I agree, and I, it makes the most sense. It makes the most sense. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to put, it, put it in your butt. No, I was gonna put it in Ashley's titties. <gasps> yeah, that's less cool. No, it's, no, it's actually, very cool. It's, it's very cool. It's genius. oh yeah, no, but I mean that's always yeah. Ashley's always put some glass bottle it. up my booty. I mean, it's a good hiding place. Yeah. They're nice. What if they're like, I need to check your titties? Then they're she nice. owns the spa. Then that's it's going to be called Ashley's Spa. <laughs> right. That's assault, brother. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm super excited to like lay in the hot tub and lounge mm-hmm. and just like chill in the spa. Yeah. That's nice. Well, yeah. I can't wait as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the rest of the week, what we're going to do is take a brief commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to be joined by the amazing Michael D. Cohen. So fill up your drinks and your bowls and we'll be right back. I guess nobody cares what I did. What'd you do? See you next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Yeah. Now I'm super excited to have. On the pod today, we have actor, writer, director, and LGBTQ advocate, Michael D. Cohen. Yay. I'm so excited, Michael. You finally made it. We fi- we have been working on getting you on here for a minute now, I feel like. I know, and the minute is now. It <laughs> is now. It is now. Where are you located right now? Where are you? I'm in L.A. Oh, good. How's how's L.A.? Like, how's everything out there? I mean, it's all over the world. I feel like it's like a heat wave right now. How's the weather in oh, L.A.? Gosh. All right. I got a fan going. I got air conditioning going. I've got the blinds closed. I'm just trying to, like, cool <laughs> Chill off. out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Canadian, so when it just dips down, like, well, I know above. When it, go, when it goes above mm, 70, <laughs> I start melting. <laughs> same right kind of like yeah. an crew kind of yeah well it's crazy we're all from texas and i feel like people always say well isn't it hot in te-? which it is right now like in texas i was talking to my family it's like 105 yeah it's really bad right now and they're like people in new york they're like you're from texas you should be able to handle the heat and i'm like yeah but like it's a different kind it's of heat. a different kind of heat in these buildings I'm not saying they're downplaying what they're going through in texas right now because i do feel like their air conditioning can't keep up with the heat but it it, it is it's different it's different something about this all these building heats in new york takes me out <laughs> yeah. the concrete mm-hmm. so michael you mentioned you're from canada tell us a little bit about your journey to the states and how you became to be this actor, writer, director, and LGBTQ advocate? Well, we've got about six and a half hours, right? <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, so I grew up in Winnipeg and Vancouver. And then oh, I love to it. later, yeah. And uh, I grew up watching, you know, American TV, because Canadian TV, especially back then, really, now it's so, like, there's so many great things on Canadian TV, but at the time, there wasn't. So everybody just watched American TV, and it was just my dream to be in L.A., you know, like, Mm -hmm. what? From CBS Studios, CBS Television City in Hollywood, you know, be like, well, I want to be there. And now (laughs) I I live half a mile away from there. 
So it's like a total dream come true. Um, but it's been my dream since ever since I can remember, since I was a little kid, was to be mm-hmm. here, be working in the industry as an actor and, and also writing and directing. Like I, I wanted to do it all. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's immigration, right? Because just because mm-hmm. neighbors doesn't mean it's any easier for me to get in and live in the States than it is from someone from Bulgaria or England. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, so I, I just gathered up some credits and I was working as an actor and I finally was able to, you know, apply for the O-1 visa and I got that and then moved down and, um, oh, and my, well, the first time I applied for, I, oh my God. Okay. So here's a good story. So I'm in Toronto, <laughs> just went through this horrible breakup and I had all my bags packed. I'm ready to go to LA. Everything's packed. The visa supposed to be, we had expedited it, supposed to come in, didn't show up. What? Oh no! I have to scramble and find a place to rent because we sold our house. Scramble, find a place to rent. I find a place to rent, and I and later on I find out that the lawyer's assistant kind of like embezzled all these things, and one of them was like everybody's applications and stuff. I don't know what she did with them. So it wasn't for another eight or nine months that I was able to move down here. But the eventually, um, but it was good because I ended up getting the lead in a in an animated series up there. So I wouldn't have had that. It was it's everything's always meant to be. So sure. right. Uh, so I thanked this criminal um <laughs> and i i had i stayed in this my i called it my cabin in the sky it was a brand new condo overlooking the lake and uh wow. yeah i just totally splurged and went if i'm gonna be miserable i'm gonna be miserable way up high looking at a lake i so, feel that i hear that but i wasn't miserable it was actually it was actually a a, a, a rich time um rich is like emotionally you know um yeah. and uh the visa came through moved down here eventually got a green card when i got the green card i stood on my balcony and i screamed to the whole neighborhood i got my green card oh <laughs> so it was one of, i would say that was probably one of the, my biggest achievements in life i would say was getting my green card that just felt like such a huge achievement to me um it was just such a milestone and then then i got citizenship when obama was still around Oh, thank God. Thank God. Well, you know, I feel like it's, you know, you put things on, we did a vision board party thing recently. And I feel like you put things on your board or on your, your internal vision board. And you're like, I want this for myself. And you worked hard to get here. And, you know, when you were saying that things were not like really popular on Canadian TV, I'm sure the only thing that was around was Degrassi at the time. Um, and it wasn't even around. Degrassi wasn't even around yet. It was Degrassi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, even the original, I don't remember when the original started, but I don't remember. I think it was in the 80s. The original was in the 80s. I think so. Yeah. 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 Interesting, fun fact. Yes. A short film called Jujube Lives in 2004 in Toronto. And I was looking and it was about a Jewish rapper. It was kind of a spoof on Eminem, like if Eminem was Jewish and lived in Thornhill in Toronto. (laughs) Yeah. And uh and I was looking for, and I asked all these friends for like, you know, do you know any rappers that can do some background for me? Guess who I got? A Canadian Drake. Drake. You got him. Drake is, does background in my video. Wow. wow. So that means we're closer to him now. Champagne Bobby. <laughs> now our plan is coming. Getting closer. And he, was, closer. He, was on, he was on Degrassi at the time. 
Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's exciting. So you you manifested this and you you got to LA. So once you were fully in LA, you got your green card, everything was ready. Like, how did you feel then? Like, what was your next step? Well, I was able to work, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the O one, it was just around that time where the O one visa was like casting directors were mm, not sure if we can hire you on an O one. It was just around that time. So when I got the mm-hmm. green card, I was just ecstatic. Um, but it, it didn't really hinder me one way or the other because I was I was managing to find work on the visa mm-hmm. and the green card. Um, but it it just, it solidified my dream. It was more of a psychological thing. And then- Of course, the, yeah. And, and practical in a certain way because I was able to work, you know, regardless. But I, I just, I felt like, oh, now I'm really here. Like now I, I no one no one can take this away. Like I'm, I'm here. Uh, and it, it just helped me feel more rooted and, and I was committed. I was always really committed. To, to being yeah yeah amazing so you got to la and then what happened next like what was your big break like for you that you for you you were like i've made it this is what i've been wanting besides the green card <laughs> yeah. it's all about the green card uh okay. <laughs> it, was, it was incremental i mean it, it was i was it just kept every opportunity i got i just was so excited about even mm-hmm. just getting a call back like i had a call back for pushing daisies you know mm-hmm. oh i love that show oh i loved it and it was for this you know big guest star and and i went and that was back when they did you know of course in person auditions yeah, of and course. front of there must have been 30, 40 people in this room that I did this call back in front of. Um, and I just, it was sort of that kind of experience, whether I booked it or not, you know, I didn't end up booking that one, but, but it didn't matter. Like it was, it was just the idea of being in a room where I'm taken seriously as an actor at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. Was really, you know, amazing. That was early on. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, it just kept on, I kept on getting bigger and bigger roles. I had to start my career over again, really, because they weren't looking at my Canadian resume at all. They were like, oh, oh okay. American, then you haven't done anything. So, that's, right. a, that's an interesting point that you just made there. I just want to kind of come in because so many people do a lot of projects. Like, for example, Margot Robbie was on a very famous soap opera called Neighbors um, that she famously went back and played the role most recently because the show was canceled and then the show got picked back up. It was from Australia. So mm-hmm. it was like a soap opera. And do you know, we saw Julianne Moore come back and she kind of did her thing um, on As the World Turns when it was canceled. So do you find that people, especially people who come from different walks of life, different locations, have it a little bit harder and they all have to restart their career? Like, how, how do you feel like you feel Feel like Margot Robbie had to restart her career when she came to the U.S. Or do you feel like her popularity of neighbors really helped? Yeah, I think it 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 really depends on the familiarity of the people that are hiring with your other. Okay. You know, they mm-hmm. they when I moved out here, they the saying was if you didn't have Sarah Polly or Cronenberg on your resume, they weren't going to look at you. Oh that wow! Curious actor you know, or really have you at the level, like you might've been working at a high level in Canada and here you're going out for one line co-stars. Um, yeah. and, and that was, that was my experience, you know, and, and, but what's great about that is you stand out because you have all this other experience, you get to stand out amongst that group of people that is competing at that level. And you're like, oh, well, he's, he's really good. So we'll give him, you know, like you get, you, you can move up faster because you already had all this experience. I don't know mm-hmm. that much about Margot Robbie's 
career to say, but, you know, but I do know this to be true of other Canadian friends, British friends, um, probably Australian as well. Anybody who's part of the Commonwealth is horribly oppressed. I must say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, it it does happen, but I am clear, clear. She's not, but you know, I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am being so contagious. It's like, you know, first world problems, but it's, it's um, yeah. You just have to start you have to do co-star roles and, and work your way up, but, but it can happen quickly because people start taking notice. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's what happened. I mean, when I was in Canada, I'm a character actor, right. Mm-hmm. You know, which essentially is a euphemism for not sexy enough to sleep with the lead lady. So. <laughs> okay. That's how I interpret it. They're like, okay, you got to be super hot. And if you're a leading man, that's, you know, that's Canada was like that. Um, So they didn't know what to do with me in Canada. Be like, what do we do with him? Uh, Character Mm -hmm. actor, you know, the short character actor guy. And here it wasn't like, what do we do with him? It's like, oh, what do we do with him? You know, there was an excitement about what I could bring. And and I was so grateful for that and excited about it. Um, So, yeah, I had to start my career over, but it it was kind of an exciting process to do that. And I was totally up for the journey. And, uh, and it ended up like, I guess I got, I got Henry Danger in 2014. And I got here in 2007. Mm-hmm. So it took about seven years to get a series series regular, but I was getting other good stuff before then too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a process. And then you met Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that was the next step, right? <laughs> that um, that little blip. Oh my god, what a thrill <laughs> that was! Oh my gosh, I'm so. Tell us about it. I'm well. I'm very grateful to Glad for creating mm-hmm. the, me to go and um, the invitation and all that. It it was it was a thrill of a lifetime, it really was. I mean, being in D.C. and you know going to her residence, just even mm-hmm. having an invitation that says Kamala Harrison. <laughs> Douglas Emhoff would re- request the presence, your presence at the, you know, I'm like, what? That's I'm amazing. Just, I would frame it. How <laughs> was the letterhead? Like, was like the, the stationary, like thick? It was like, yeah, it was rich, rich, expensive stationery. <laughs> it was so electronic. Rich. It was electronic. Oh, okay. Aww, that's that's okay. fine. I mean, we're in 2023. Right, right, right. Nice stationery. How's that? <laughs> oh, no, 100%. Cardstock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> printed on recycled scripts from Danger Force. Uh, <laughs> I know, be like, I'm going to use this for something else. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was amazing. Um, she she really blew me away. Like, you know, I know people people have like these mixed feelings about Kamala Harris. And, and not, it, mm-hmm. I, I have to say that in my experience of watching her literally from five feet away deliver a 20-minute speech about pride and what's happening right now in our country uh, with no no notes, no teleprompter, nothing. This perfect, passionate, connected speech. It, I was blown away. And then when I actually got to meet her and she knew who I was, 
I was that blew me away. I mean, someone probably briefed her and said, "Okay, here are the guests at the party." I don't know, but <laughs> that's looks, fine. Honestly, that's fine. Briefly, Literally. the fact that she retained that. I was, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people at this party, and she retained enough to. And I think that that I'm glad you said that here for our listeners. That speaks to who she is as an individual. Mm-hmm. To a big crowded room of people, she had to memorize. She remembered you, so that's amazing. She, I, I, I can't tell you how impressed I was with her. I mean. Um, and I don't say this lightly and I say it with no bias because I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm definitely going to vote Democrat. There's no like, of course, but, you know, in terms of who's out there, I don't have bias. Just be a Democrat. Just don't take away our rights. Just mm-hmm. where we are. Right. It's, right. Very you know, simple. It's really it's simple. very simple. It's, I mean, it's, they're so concerned though about us. They're really concerned about us and they they are trying to really weaponize us i feel like now against each other and that's something i kind of want to bring up to you michael just in this moment like there is a bunch of groups online called the like lgb and they're not they're taking out the p and they're saying that we want to separate ourselves from that and this particular group on twitter stated that the reason that the trans flag is the colors it is is because it's trying to indoctrinate babies at a young age because it's like baby blue baby pink and they're like oh we're trying to get them so they're using that and so and what was crazy is you see so many no, right. yeah, you, they're right. on to us. They're on to us. And, and you see so many people commenting under that saying, we knew it. We knew it because we have infighting within our own community. So how do you feel about that? I don't give it any energy. Yeah, you can't. It, yeah. It, it's, it'll eat at you. I mean, there are arguments, there are arguments that are so like, I understand why stupid people fall for them. Because when you say that to stupid people, like, well, it's baby blue and baby pink. And this is how they get babies at a young age. It's like, well, it is baby boom, baby pink. Maybe you're right, because I already hate these people. It's a it is a very ignorant thing, but they are playing to the right group of ignorant people. Yeah. Well, there was yeah. a blueprint laid out. Yeah, yeah. a blueprint. I, I An orange just, print. I just refuse to engage on that level. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you know, if someone's gonna be that ignorant. I you know, it's I want to talk to the people that that you know, politically, they call them the movable middle, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about social consciousness, you know, social awareness, the people that are ignorant because they haven't been exposed to the right information. Correct. They're open. Those are the people that I want to talk to. The people that are going to believe right. that stuff that you just talked about are not the mm-hmm. people that I want to talk to or that are open or whatever. I'm like, you go do you go spread that that stuff that that just makes no sense. Um, let's talk to them, talk to the intelligent people. Cause I really think that those people that you're talking about mm-hmm. are the loud minority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes it seem like they're the loud majority, but you're right. They are when you talk to them. And honestly, I feel like when you talk to them on a one-to-one level, they're not all actually like that. Like they, they're like, oh, I mean, I feel like a bunch of it's like stunned for their friends or, or their group that they're hanging around. It's a very interesting group. Of weird people. flex. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a very weird flex. And they're so concerned. They're like, what's going on in y'all's bedroom? And and it's funny because they talk to the LGBTQ uh, community about, you know, genitalia, but y'all are the only ones talking about it 24-7. Like, it, it's crazy. It's a mystery. Yeah. Mm. Um, one of my favorite things on TikTok right now is I, you know, people go and interview like Republicans and they're like, oh, so they ask them these questions and they're like, oh, well, Joe Biden's not the actual president. And they're like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, he doesn't have the, the presidential seal. 
Like, <laughs> so what are you talking like, about? What is, well, well, what's that in front of? It's a fake. <laughs> you know, the, and the, it's they the idea of of cult, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the mentality of cult is to not question certain levels of reality, and that fear just revs up this level mm-hmm. of, of denial, right? Um, yeah, I just I think that you know, I I have a bit of a psychological, emotional kind of like. Uh, I don't know, theory around all this stuff, which is that I think mm-hmm. a lot of people that have experienced deep, deep trauma in their lives and that the political arena has become a vehicle to both trigger and uh, make the appearance of resolving that trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So you, you, can, you can get triggered by stuff and then you can also go, oh, here we have someone who is going to be our new dysfunctional daddy. Let's let's follow everything he says and let's have make up stories so that you know I don't have to deal with my own pain and trauma. So well, you know, right. I need that on. If a everybody t-shirt. could just get some therapy, a little bit of therapy, <laughs> a little bit of help. But you know what? People are dysfunctional daddy. They, yeah. people, I want that on a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I mean people. Yeah, and you're gonna coin it and make it. I mean, you know, people want. I feel like fame, right? Because there's this following that it almost feels like if you say you like the orange man who was in power, that you're going to get some of his money or some of his fame. You got it's, uh, well, some of the money he thinks. He, I mean, you know what I mean? Because like, think about Ron DeSantis. It's like he has a few followers, but like people are still loving the what? How many? How many times he been impeached? How many times he been indicted? Uh, Twice president. Yeah, it's just like this person, y'all are still following. And because there's no rule set in place, we could have our very first president serving from prison. We could also have our very first president <laughs> run from prison. So it's um, people still willing to follow that. And I'm not sure why. It's like, is your hatred that strong? Or do you think he's going to give you something in the end? Because all he gave you mostly was a jail sentence for January 6th. So I don't really understand what else is going to A lot of it is brainwashing. Yeah, you know they're brainwashing like it's to the point where it's like it doesn't matter what anybody says or does like this is the gospel yeah. you know and unfortunately like i don't really know what we can do to unbrainwash but yeah. <laughs> yeah well michael let's let's change story a little bit let's go back and talk about you know obviously we, the strike is happening right now um we want to get your take on that and get your take on how that's affected everything that you're doing you know in la and all the projects and stuff obviously um it's a really tough time for everyone with the wga and the sag team so talk to that um to our listeners kind of let them know how that's affected you well it feels like covid 2.0 mm. that's what i said yeah right it, it's like okay at least we can socialize but right this feeling of you know oh i just want to go oh i want to go you know it's that mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know um it's that's very very frustrating but it's also necessary and this too shall pass i mean this is not a permanent thing right uh, right it's very necessary this is we've we've come to a crossroads in the business of entertainment and um it's it's being played out by both of these contracts and you know the decisions excuse me the decisions that are being made with these contracts are going to determine you know ours and the next generation's success or not Mm -hmm. um it's going to determine how we do business and 
there's a lot of things that need to change. Um, I mean, on both sides, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, actors have adapted to self-taping. Um, that's a big deal. We've become our own cinematographers, directors, you know, light, <laughs> lighting design. I mean, like we're doing it all and it's very, very different. Um, but, you know, that's a small, that's a small thing in the scheme of things. Like, you right. know, it's, it's, there's a lot of other things that are, you know, AI, you know, um, and for the writers and the size of the writing rooms and, and credit and all, there's so many things. Um, the pay, of course, keeping up with inflation, um, the streamers, you know, residuals versus not, no residuals. Uh, there's a lot of really important things. So it's really a, an important, necessary time. And I, I, I hope that the leaders from both unions really, you know, uh, understand the, to the degree that we need them to understand both the balance that's necessary in this negotiation. Of course, yeah. Yeah. There's going to be give and take. Um, and There has to be. Yeah, there has to be in order for us to move. And hopefully it'll be in, in places that are meaningful and, and uh, hopeful. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I hope what doesn't happen is that they're just like, you know, fuck it. Like, we'll just go back and nothing changes. I mean, well, we survived you know? the writer's strike of 2007 and which gave birth to reality television. Um, which now, um, I don't know if you guys saw about that. I was going to talk about it earlier. Um, thanks to Beth and Lee Frankel, um, they are mm-hmm. now inve- the SAG team is now investigating that to make sure they're uh, teaming up with their yeah, they're, they're, lawyers. They're, they're teaming up to make sure that reality stars get paid one adequate compensation, um, making sure that they get residual checks, make sure they are paid also for the means that go on for them, um, which I think that's going to develop into a bigger conversation about means because you have so many people. Um, I, I think of so many memes that come to my head of that we've seen of people in studio audiences and things like that, mm-hmm. that they became famous memes. And it's like, people now are going to be starting to ask for, what is my compensation for you using my memes? So it's just like, pay people, you know, it boils down to pay people. Yeah. And, and we'll see how the world reacts to that. Cause some people are like, okay, so now we can't do anything without paying for a meme. So it's just like, you might have to. I mean, times are hard right now and people are tired of um, all the money being hoarded by like five people. Right. You know what I mean? Like it needs to be divvied up fairly and evenly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All these rude girls are going to get some money. Uh, Hopefully so. Yeah. Hopefully so. I mean, because Willem was saying like, oh, they only get paid X amount, you know, blah, 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 blah. And no mm -hmm. residuals. And it's a it's a dirt, like a low rate. Mm hmm. Hmm. Does a gift count as a meme? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. I mean, well, that's part of that. So Bethany actually used Nene Leaks in her um, example to the lawyers for because Nene is actually the most jiffable and memeable housewife of all time. Actually, um, people use her memes and gifs the most. So those are now all being taken into question as well. So for people who use those gifs, it's like every time they're used, they get money. But, you know, you you start to question, like, how is that going to work? Because then that means that, like, Nini's family, for example, can just send just back and forth of Nini, and will the phone people say like, "Oh, we, like how is that going right. to work?" Yeah. So I don't know how you'll be able to regulate. That. So, so I think it'll have to be like a kind of with like a commercial, maybe like a buyout. It'll have to be something in the sense mm-hmm. of we have to pay you this amount of money to know, and then like maybe when that runs out, they have the right to go through the internet and wipe them of all those gifs. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to work out. But so what? Is, what's going to happen when my grandma shows pictures of me to her friends? Like she's using my photo. Are you in so, the union? 
I could be. I can yeah. establish my own union. <laughs> sure. So, so, well, then if your union has that. So, if my grandma sharing pictures of me, she's going to have to pay me because she's using a picture if you have if you have a union and that right. is what your union right. does then i don't charge your grandma i'll, I'll <laughs> let's, let's have a meeting after this go ahead little red riding hood um <laughs> charge your grandma um so michael listen i know we can't really dive into everything that's going on acting wise with you but tell us and tell our listeners what's next for you and where they can go on social media maybe to find out more about what's going to be next well, let's see. I mean, what can I talk about? Because of the strikes, there's certain things I can't talk about. Um, right. Teaching, teaching a lot. So people want yes. to do some acting classes. I'm in LA teaching and doing some online classes as well. Um, I've With our producer of our podcast, I believe, Teresa Kelton, <laughs> we we kind of had a little connection there. Yes, yes. She speaks very highly. She speaks very highly of you. And oh. I'll definitely be probably reaching out to you after this podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's really sweet. Yeah. Um, Teresa's great. And I love that someone who's a producer and such a successful producer is also pursuing acting. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Teresa was, uh, you know, she was an actress for like, she is a very dynamic actress. And I think she was one of the mm-hmm. first people I knew in my life who took a different avenue within the, within the same production world. And, you know, Teresa was in BFA acting when I started the school. She, she's always been so dynamic and I'm glad that she's with a trusted teacher like yourself. So oh, thank that's you. amazing. So she's so great. Um, wonderful person and, and wonderful actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, a privilege to have people you know like her in, in, in my classes but um but yeah i just came back i taught a retreat up in the mountains uh for oh. this transformational kind of uh you know being in the nature being in nature you know mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. looking at looking at our own uh dreams about being an actor what's in our way what's supporting us looking at our skills all that it was just it was really a beautiful wonderful weekend so I just came back from that and that was amazing. Um, and now going back to teach in September, um, my own studio. So um, so there's that. Um, and I'm writing a book on acting. It's going very slowly because of the heat. I, I type very <laughs> yeah. I hear that. Um, and then <laughs> writing, writing my own projects, I guess. I don't even know if I can talk about that or not, but I'll err on the side of caution and say no, but I've got some stuff of my own that I'm doing. And um, and I am going on a mountaineering rock climbing expedition this weekend for a week. Oh, that's exciting. So that's, that's what I'm doing in my downtime for a week. And then before I come back and resume the strike line. Um, but yeah, going up into the, the mountains of British Columbia to go climb some peaks. That's, oh, exciting. That. that's yeah. exciting. Take me with you. Take me with you. I need a vacation. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come along. Right. <laughs> perfect uh, so michael let our listeners know if you don't mind where they can find you on social media where they can follow you where they can go to your website see everything that you're up to because i really it's killing me not to be able to talk about yeah. what you're doing right. it's like choking me out over here so like can you just tell them where they can go and like peruse themselves to maybe see sure. something uh yeah so my acting website is just michaeldcohen.com my uh and that's the same with my instagram michaeldcohen.com michael D. Cohen. Uh, uh, TikToks, Michael D. Uh, Michael D. Cohen. Um, what else? Oh, my studio uh, for my school. Uh, the website is mdcohenstudio.com or michaeldcohenstudio.com. Um, Facebook, same thing. Facebook official Michael D. Cohen is my acting fan page. And then the studio is um, Michael D. Cohen Studio on Facebook. 
what else? I am I am not using Twitter anymore. Um, you mean X? Start, <laughs> apparently, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start using Thread. I have an account. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Thread is fine. Oh, and I I can talk about theater. I have a solo show. Yes. That I'm, oh. I'm supposed to go up in May of 2020, and like someone got a virus, mm. shut it down. Right. Damn. <laughs> someone man. caught a cold. Damn, damn. That one person. One person, and so we had to shut it down. Uh, so my my producer, who's Andrew Carlberg, who's an amazing producer, guy, mm-hmm. uh, he's like Academy Award winning. Like he's just this guy's nuts. Um, he's so good. He was like in the variety 30 under 30 back when he was under yes. 30. Um, so he's amazing. So we're going to get it going again in the, in the new year. So, uh, so that's going to happen. Uh, so you look for my solo show and I'll have that on my social media and everything. Yeah, That is really amazing. I'm glad to see that you're able to bounce back. I feel like people, I feel like we're just now starting to feel the residual effects of, of COVID really, honestly, with everything shutting, you know, it feels like everything's shutting down again, but it kind of is and kind of ain't, but it's triggering. It, yeah. yeah. People are kind of going, oh, this is reminding me of, you know, 2020. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I just keep thinking this is all for a good purpose. No one yes. is, you know, and um, we're going to come out the other end of it and we're going to be stronger and we're gonna have, we're gonna work with a new renewed lease on life kind of thing. So I'm looking forward to that. Amen. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today, taking time. Yay. Come kiki with Pride the Podcast. Yes. Please come back once we can like get some well, loose yeah. lips. And we'll have top. to have Teresa here too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. You too, Michael. Thank you so much, and we'll speak soon. Bye. 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 Hey, Pride fam. We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to email us at prideTheseries at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at at PrideThePodcast. Can't wait to hear from you all, and remember to celebrate Pride 365. Yes, mm, we are yes. back. I love that. That was Snow Wife American Horror Show. I love it. And listen, that was hot. So yeah. many, so many new things are being discovered through TikTok. I heard there's a whole, whole TikTok dance about it. Yeah, she was on TikTok and like started made up the dance, and now it's just like I'm glad to hear that on. she did it. Mm-hmm. And, and because so many times, like I feel like a lot of people take it from the artist and they make it their own, and it's a whole thing. Which yeah. you know we're not down for that creativity too. But um, thank you, Michael, so much for joining yes. us. It was so great to talk, to catch up. Um, I'm so glad that Teresa is in your class. Hopefully, I get uh-huh. to be in your class soon. Um, that sounded like Teresa's laugh. It just did. For a second. I was like, did Teresa just slide into this conversation? <laughs> um, but Can you it, imagine? <laughs> it, it was really great. And Michael, we definitely have to have you back after everything is settled with the strike and stuff because we can't wait to talk about the shows and everything you have coming up. So, Brayden, what is it that you say you had coming on in the first segment? We did have to cut out, but what do you have going on? Nothing. Let's get to hot topics. Okay, <laughs> you're all right. What's going on in the world? Tory Lanez is uh, been. Um, 
Convicted. C- convicted. I was like, mm-hmm. not committed. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. convicted. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, do y'all he, think that's a little harsh? Um. We'll back up and give our listeners who may not be familiar what the whole stitch is. Sure, sure, sure. So Tory Lanez, who's an artist, he is from Canada, mm-hmm. and um, he shot Megan Thee Stallion in the mm-hmm. foot. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole thing where we at first found out that Megan got shot and she was like protecting him. And then people were coming after her. And so then she was just like, and I think he said something. And so she was like, okay, well you shot me. Like you were the one. And so then people, you know, of course coming down on Megan the Stallion saying that she, you know, is lying or whatever, but like, no, he shot her. And it's been kind of like a disrespectful thing where people are like, in support of Tori yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't die. Yeah, so. yeah they're like, oh, What's she didn't die. Deal? But it's just like he shot her with like an unregistered gun, I think. And like he's also like not an American citizen. So you can't come over to America and shoot a woman, especially a famous woman, even though you're famous as well, and think Is you're it? not going to get any jail time. Any repercussions. I hope, he, right. gets, I hope he gets deported. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he did already, didn't he? Well, actually, I think he did. Yeah, give uh, Sunny. Well, so absolutely. So I do have a legal note. Um, he actually has three charges, by the way. It's mm. assault with a semiotic firearm, carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharging a firearm with gross negligence. So, like, yeah. people saying it's just Megan. That's why he got ten years. And mm-hmm. let's be clear, I don't know what it is, but straight men in general aren't okay. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they are coming so hard and saying how much they love Tory Lanez when I've not ever heard Tory Lanez until he shot Megan Thee Stallion. Like, I really haven't, I like, like I really hadn't heard his name being mentioned as much and as much support as he's getting. I won't say I haven't completely heard his name, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard, you know, I feel like when men do bad, all of a sudden it's easy to see which men come out of the work saying, like, no, he's a great guy. He's that, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. are getting flagged for this, though. Mario. Iggy Azalea, Azalea Banks, a lot of people are writing out support of uh, Tory Lanez. And it's like, what are you supporting? (laughs) He shot her, and that's like not up for debate. Drake is doing it. DJ Academics Uh, is doing it. Yeah, it's like, I don't understand what you're in support of. Well, they're saying that 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 what Megan should have done as another person of color is like not ratted him out and like wrote no. for him because they she were like because, because they were like you didn't but but their but their reaction like kind of what Adam said they're like you didn't die so like oh, it's it was like a, a snitches get stitches kind of thing yeah they're like, like they're like it was an accident now you so getting this shots whole. okay but apparently it wasn't an accident apparently it wasn't allegedly it was not but the jury clearly found something you know. Where was this trial held? I don't even care. Let's move on. I don't know. Mm. I mean, well, he's getting 10 years, so, so bye. bye. <laughs> and, anybody, and anybody else that, that want to try it as well, there's something I – let's talk about the riot that happened in Alabama. You mean the, the, the national holiday? The national holiday. <laughs> so, um, Ashley, I'll let you, like, talk about how exciting this was for you. Um, I mean, it was just an example of, I don't know, so many things. I mean – for those of you who don't know the story, there is a, a captain who was working at the dock in Alabama, and he told this family, and they were all white, and told them they had to move their boat because another boat was coming in, and they did not like him telling them what to do, and I guess how he said or what he said, so they gang- they jumped him. Mm-hmm. There was like, 
I don't know, like five, six people. Yeah, and and just a note in between that. So he ended up moving the boat himself because mm-hmm. once it's docked, they have the ability to move it. He's like, I'm just gonna move the boat, and they're like, How dare you touch our stuff? So one person attacked him and then like actually said four to five people jumped yeah, in, including and, women. Yeah, and there's I, I like I saw an, in the video a woman like ran up like out of nowhere just to like kick him and spit and like mm-hmm. it was just like this crazy thing and people witnessed it and saw it and they were like, No, ma'am, no sir, not today. And so it turned out into this all out brawl where they, you know, went to protect the man that was being jumped. And one man in particular literally jumped out of the boat that he was in and swam to the dock so Mm -hmm. he could help. And, you know, it's it's interesting seeing how people react to this obviously especially the black community is cutting up cutting the, up the memes the gifts the reenactments the videos it's all quite hilarious but all the jokes aside it is curious how people are reacting mm-hmm. and feeling like uh i don't know that he deserved it and that it was wrong for everybody to go in and protect him yeah yeah because i've seen a, a couple tiktoks that were like what if the roles were reversed. They were. Like, it's, it's called slavery. Well, no. Yeah, but like their whole argument is just like we would you we would have marches in the streets and this and that Absolutely. and blah 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 blah. You know. So wait, what do you mean? What if the roles were reversed? What if it were like they're saying? What if it was a white man and a bunch of black people started beating him up? Why would like, there be marches in the street for that? No, wait. Uh, no, and then. <laughs> I, so what I was saying, like if, th- like if white people were standing around cheering on the beating of a black man, like that's oh, what yeah, he was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. say. He was like, if those re- re- like those roles were reversed and white people were standing around just cheering and hooting and hollering and blah blah blah, blah there would be outrage. There would be a you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Does you're talking about no? you're talking about the brawl part. Like right, once right. everybody joined in and it was yeah, like this huge thing, not the original uh, no, no, white no, no, people no, no. hitting a black man. No, not that. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. No, not that, that it was. Yeah. The brawl itself. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah. Cause it happened after. Cause like after they like beat him up, they went back on their boat and then people came up to the boat and then they and, got the folding and then, and then they yeah, started yeah. the brawl part. So right. there was like two different incidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, and yeah, and it kind of because we had the young uh, gentleman who swam across to try to help, and you know, I know people have posted. I'm not gonna for the sake of this person's safety, I'm not gonna say their name on the podcast or anything like that. Uh, but they are a minor, so like. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't post minors, and that person went over to protect this older man who, like, listen, first of all, if you hit anyone over the head with such force, you could kill them. So I, he went in to protect, and, you know, people have been saying, like, you know, he's Aquaman, he is he's this, <laughs> and they're like, he's a savior. And he's and listen, I, I just want to say, like, this was some young boy who he was, was white, right? No, he was black. No, who, he, was black. he went over to protect the, the black um, security guard who was getting beat up. Well, there was white people trying to. No, not at that brawl. I mean, there, there, there's oh. so there's actually a reenactment video out of where <laughs> white people do come in and video? try to help, uh, but that's a whole whole other thing. And it's just like this is how the world should be, and white people run in to help, and they end up beating up all the racist white people. But oh, that's what I thought happened. Unless oh, I watched something different or mistook. Oh no, 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 no! This one was completely um, white versus black, and it was it was it was pretty mm-hmm. nasty. But listen, we've seen a lot of people 
online have different uh, responses to this. Something else that people have been torn about online, I don't know if you guys saw, I wanted to kind of bring it up, was Jamie Foxx and Jennifer Aniston had a big like issue on social media. Um, Jamie made a post and he said, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, hashtag fake love. Jennifer Aniston liked it. Then I guess somebody must have said something to her. She came back and she was just like, how dare he? I don't support any anti-Semitism like that Jamie Foxx has done. He's talking about Jewish people. I love the Jewish community, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what? First of all, Jennifer Aniston, a couple things. Number one, get you some black friends because that is something that is said. And, and, and Southern friends, because that's something that's said in church all the time about if they did it to Jesus, they'll do it to you. It's just like kind of an old thing that's said. Number two, you're coming with all this energy of a show off being on a show called Friends that completely stole a black idea from Living Single. And, you know, I've always been curious about the world when they said Jennifer Aniston was the most beautiful woman on the planet when people like Halle Berry and Nia Long were walking around. So I really don't actually trust anything that she says. Anyone else? But she drinks smart water. She's not. It ain't working because she ain't smart. <laughs> Pearl Liaison is in I don't know. I've I never. I've never. Water. I don't know her, so I can't really speak about I her. I mean, she yeah. just insert her 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 nose into black business. Stay out of black <laughs> business. <laughs> she should just kept quiet. Like, girl, nobody's looking to hear what you have to say. Well, she mm-hmm. getting ate up. Ada. Oh well, she she gonna learn today, right? Because like, people are no longer playing. It's just like I'm no. tired of arguing with people when it comes to people attacking people of race, people attacking you know women, people attacking LGBTQ. It's like we're done with the games. It's like if y'all want to fight, then let's fight it out, and we we'll have to figure out at the end of the day how we go. Well, I like let's Jennifer fight. Aniston, but I'm white, so yeah. Listen, I like Jennifer. Jennifer Aniston. Aniston, too, Aniston but I she should have just sat there and ate her breakfast. There's plenty of people yeah, right. I like. There's plenty of people I like from all different walks of life, all different races, that should just sit there and be quiet. Marlon Wayans, I love him, but he spoke up at the Alab- about the Alabama um, riot, and he had a different opinion on it. He had yeah. a very much like Terry Crews. I love Terry Crews, but he's so stupid, and he threw oh. Gabrielle Union under a bus as a woman of color. So it's just like it doesn't actually boil down to necessarily the race. It's just like sometimes you just need to stay in your lane when it comes to specific, specific topics. Yeah, like Neo. Neo in his comments. Mm-hmm. Put your hat back on so you can be <gasps> smart. <laughs> you hear what, what is happened? on Drag Race? You bold and bitch. I don't Put care your hat on. about celebrities. I have other things to Listen, do. Listen, I. But go ahead and tell me about what happened to Neo. No, he was just, just making his point about like the trans community. Yeah. That children who say that they're gay or trans at a young age are just confused and that they mm-hmm. need to. Just and their parents should not support straight them. and you know, right. not support them. And this is a part you'll like. His uh, t- PR team wrote a note when he made it seem like it was from him at first, saying, "I completely need to learn. I'm so sorry." Blah blah. He got online the very next day. He said, "My PR team wrote that. I stand by what I said. I do not think gay people should be this. I do not think trans people should be this at a young age. I stand by it. If y'all want to cancel me, then cancel me." Okay. Well, then he's canceled. Yeah. In good news, Wayne Brady came out as pansexual. They sure did. You know, I know we texted about this the other day, and I have to take back something that I said. I know I said finally in the group chat, and after Mm -hmm. I sent that, I was like, that's not nice, Brayden. So I apologize for saying that, even though... I feel like every kind of one everyone knew, but that that doesn't matter sure. because it's mm-hmm. it's Wayne's and, I'm glad, I'm glad and his, you said that. his journey. journey. Mm-hmm. Like it's his own thing. I'm glad you said that, Brayden, because 
Ashley and I, we talk about this a lot mm -hmm. about assuming that someone is gay because right. of their mannerisms. And we, I listen, I get myself into this all the time when it's like, you look at a boy and we're like, he gotta be gay. Like he say he got a girlfriend and wife like on TV or like in whatever. And mm -hmm. it's just like, we don't know that person's journey. There could it's be none of a, our business. It's none of our business. It's kind of be, what you were saying. Like, just don't talk. Just don't talk. It's like, <laughs> of and, course and, not. And, and, yeah. and, I'm going to sit in my own lane and talk shit to myself and to my close friends. But well, that's what I did, and I'm I not ever gonna be. Like, you know, there's a difference. I think it, it's you know, I have manners. I talk shit behind your back. Yeah, right. You were, um, you, were you were raised <laughs> right, but, but, as but, Kathy Griffin. Right, said. right. There's no, this, but yeah. There's this person on TikTok. I don't remember his name because a video was sent to me, and then I was just like, oh, let me look at his his uh, profile, and I don't follow him, but like I went through, and so he does makeup and he does like full beats and stuff. You would assume that he's gay. But he's not. And he has a family with like three or four kids, I think. And him and his wife have been married for like, they've been together for like 20 years. And he's like fully like embraces like doing makeup. But he's like, you know, that's people, lovely. Ju the people doors, just, yeah, the doors that Maddie Morphosis is open. Yes, yeah. that's exactly who I was thinking of. Um, is this person from San Antonio? Is, are they a big boy? <laughs> Yes, yeah, kind of, uh -huh. yeah. I initially started following them on TikTok because I was like, oh, he's cute. Uh -huh. And he'd be mm -hmm. doing beats and this mm -hmm. and that. Did you DM him? And then, no. But then it was like, wait. I, I was gagged. What's happening but then here? And then it just got, he, you know, he blew up. And then the content just got oh, oversaturated. And it was right, just like, right. I don't care anymore. I unfollowed. <laughs> but Charles sent me a video today. And I was like, oh, I know her. Right. And I, I was... Like he has a whole character, and like he does Selena videos and this and that. Wow, wow. that's cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was just like, nah. Mm. <laughs> um, oh well, moving on and in, into sports corner, really cool. Well, actually, oh yeah, so let me on, sports give you corner update. with Adam Rios. Oh, her? I don't give know us, her. Oh, you don't know her? No, this that's a different one. Give us the goal. Give us the touchdown. Okay, so give us the basket. Unfortunately, the U.S. Women's National Team did not advance uh, out of knockout round. Um, they lost though. It was like a very heartbreaking loss in the, like it went to penalties and, um, we choked Rapino choked. She did a couple other girls choked. And so the, the team, Oh fuck. I forgot who they, who beat us. Sweden. Sweden. Thanks, How bitch. do I know this? Mm, PR. <laughs> Sweden, their final girl. Butch queen. Should I take over Adam's sports corner? No. No. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, so the final girl from the Sweden team knocked it in. We blocked, but it just gone over the line, like mm -hmm. by millimeters. So if she had blocked it and had gone out, we would have gone to a sudden death, mm -hmm. which is like ugh, anxiety inducing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's it's great. You know, I feel like honestly, they needed to be humbled a little bit. A new chance. I get I tired think with been humbled are they like the Taurus? with the I, yeah, yeah. the many attacks coming from the MAGA Republicans and Megyn Kelly. I think they've been humbled. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Adam has this thing that since I've known you when it comes to sports, like whenever you you root for the underdog, always. And, I always and, root and, for the underdog. When people, unless when, it's about a team I like, you know, know so or a, or a player. Oh well, I was going or to a player that I enjoy watching. Right, but there's a lot of people who enjoy Tom Brady and LeBron. And you're like, Ugh. oh no, I I will never discredit their talent, and and I'll never say that they're you Seth know, Curry. They're 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 some oh, of the, bright eyes himself. Some of the goats of their profession. Right. But, but I don't have to like them. Because <laughs> they're just so damn good. Like Steph Curry is so damn good that it's just annoying. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you not like me? Because I'm really good. No, I love you. Oh, that's sweet. That means he's saying that you ain't that good. Um, no, no, he didn't say that directly. Yeah, the undertone was there. <laughs> no, there is no undertone. Look at him. I don't want to. <laughs> so, speaking of undertones, real quick, mm-hmm. I do want to bring up that anyone see uh, the new music video "Fall in Love with Me" by Morgan Walden that featured Kyle Richards from mm-hmm. Beverly Hills? Is all of you know? Okay, yeah, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is where the lesbian rumors are stemming from. Well, well, yes and no. They actually made this video to like come back at people and be like, "All right, we hear y'all making these rumors. We're gonna do this." This came after oh, her and Morgan have really? been friends because Kyle was following her on social media. Her daughter. Because Kyle just talked about this, by the way. Kyle was following her on social media. She her did da- an Amazon, li- and her sorry. and her yeah. daughters were like, "Oh my god, you know who that is?" And so Morgan was like, "Why well, she follow me?" So then they started DMing, and then like mm-hmm. she invited her to Coachella, mm-hmm. and they just kind of that's when Kyle and the girl started going. Uh, Kyle and Lisa Ren and them started going to Coachella so much because mm-hmm. they were hanging out with Morgan, and Morgan, as we know, um, identifies L- part of the LGBTQ community. Um, I, you know, it's saying because Kyle and Mauricio at this moment are separated. It's being stated that Kyle is in a relationship with a woman. They have matching tattoos now. Um, and, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened on Housewife. It happened with... Uh, everybody. Um, well, yeah, everybody. Right. It's happening to Drew right now. It's, ha- it's happening with Drew. It Drew Glanville. Candy Burris. Um, Kenya Moore. Well, 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 no, let's talk about a woman who've actually, like, been, like, what was the one woman? She was on OC, and she literally left her husband. Oh, uh, um, 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 she had, like, seven or eight kids. Yeah, yeah, she left her husband um, for a it's, woman. It's Bronwyn. Bronwyn. Bronwyn literally left her husband. So, we have seen cases of, of this happening on reality TV, so, um... Yeah, what do you guys think? Would y'all be sad if Kyle Mauricio splitting Kyle's like Girl, no. Get your happiness and get your bag. I mean, definitely get your happiness. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that, actually that as well. I don't give a But honestly, no, like fuck. for real, so happy for her. If she's happy, I like it. Well, my thing that, is, like the, is the is the children always. And, and it doesn't yeah. have sure. anything to do with right. it. Well, those children are adults now. It's I'm, kind of like the Kardashians were with no, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. No, Portia's who, not really an adult. She's like a teen and speaking... Yeah. Well, teens are much smarter. They're fine. The kids I'm are just ta- I'm, I'm just tired of the gay witch hunt that Housewives does. Yeah, like, me too. It's, it's really tired, and it's not cute or funny. It's just like, what are y'all doing? Well, a lot of people actually, and I have a question for you on that. A lot mm-hmm. of people are saying, like, they're like, yeah, we're, please stop gay witch hunting Kyle. Is- they were like, Kyle had no problem doing it to De- Denise Richards during that season. And it's like. Yeah. I mean, all of them. All yeah. of them need to stop. Yeah. Like, it's just not cute. It's like the some... Salem witch trials bit. I mean, they, they all do need to stop. And also over on Below Deck, I don't know if you guys saw that. I do want to bring it up really quickly. There was an assault that happened um, on Below Deck. Um, Luke Jones um, had on the what happened was it aired on Monday, August 7th. Luke Jones climbed into Margot Sisson's bed naked while she was passed out. Luke got angry after producers intervened, which concerned a fellow crew members. Captain Jason stepped in and removed Luke from the boat at night. So with everything we talked to Michael about, about reality stars, we're hoping they're coming to be protected soon. Hopefully this this changes that because I do feel like we are they're getting away with a lot of things on the yeah. reality shows that he could have very well raped her. Yeah, I showed like, the scene to Ashley, and we were gobsmacked. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I was just yeah. like, "What are you doing, dude?" And it, uh, he was clearly like, probably blackout drunk. So mm-hmm. like, he wasn't even thinking like, 
cameras and like it, he wasn't thinking he was just you know but imagine how many times that happens on a daily basis mm-hmm. where there are yeah. no cameras uh-huh. there are no reality There's show nobody to protect so someone. like Darrell's to Darrell's point about like the whole sag reality strike banding together that's just making awareness for those that aren't even part of the unit for the everyday people that experience this shit because nobody mm-hmm. seems to talk about it and if mm-hmm. they talk about it they're chastised they're mm-hmm. victimized mm-hmm. Blah, 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 et cetera. We all know the spiel. Yeah. Anyway, Brayden for president. (laughs) Oh, before we go, Mm -hmm. I do want to bring up the drama and the terribleness that's happening in Hawaii right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure everyone that's listening is aware of it, but if there's anything that you want to do, please go to CNN.com slash impact. There are charities there that you can donate to that have been vetted by the CNN newsroom team. So they're legitimate. Anything that you can do, send supplies, donate a dollar, or just help spread the word of the terribleness that's happening in one of the most beautiful states in our nation. That is yeah. sad. It's like a hurricane and wildfire. So the hurricane didn't hit land. The hurricane was a hundred miles away, but because sea levels, Still, yeah, because sea yeah. levels and temperatures are warmer, the effects of the hurricane go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. So that, of course they knew, but because of the radar that the hurricane was coming, but what they didn't really account for was the rising temperatures and sea mm-hmm. water and the sea levels. And so this is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had, like we said, 53 fatalities so far. Our governor, Josh Green, there said it could end up being the deadliest in history. 36 have already been reported yeah. as Well, deceased. they just, they, they've jumped to 53 now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. So, well, yeah. let's jump. I mean, it's, it's, it's very scary and you don't know we just need to be there and we need to help. Like, I, that's crazy because we were talking about we wanted to go to Hawaii and like it's it's wild. The main village, the the capital on the big island is completely in ash. And that village goes back history to the indigenous people. Wow. And so all of their, essentially all their history is, is burnt. Just, yeah. That's so sad. It's so sad. <sighs> so. Colonism. Hmm. So keep Hopefully them in your thoughts and band prayers. together and. and- yeah, and try to like pick up the pieces. I mean, unfortunately, this is just going to continue to happen mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of no one climate takes climate change, change seriously. Global warming. Anyway. 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 <laughs> um, let's end on a good note. So my birthday is next week. Okay, birthday, birthday, uh, birthday. Yes, everybody say their high of the week. Like how we did last time. Uh, their high right now week. on this edible. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. That was coming. Um, no. What about oh. my high? My high. Um, my high. Okay, I'll say this. I had a little date, and that's all I'm saying, and we can move on. Mm-hmm. Next. Okay. Oh, okay. Work. Wow. Yep. Goodbye. Next. I don't know it was a date. We'll talk after this podcast. Nope. Goodbye. Next. Um, yeah, no, I ha- oh mm. oh sorry no 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 I just thought of it so that's why I was like oh no we 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 put together some furniture and stuff this week and I feel like we made some positive movements uh, Ashley and uh, Ashley and Darrell's called Lee Rod and Yelsa's uh, party planning services um, we Lee Rod and Yelsa's party planning services we um, we like have a Scooby Doo episode we know right. how, we have a lot of things coming up from here until mm-hmm. the end of September when our friend is getting married so we sat down the other day and really like made some headway in that so i feel like that was a high for me because i'm big on putting stuff off and i was like we cannot put this off any longer otherwise we finna fuck us and our friends 
Yeah. What did you have, Adam? Uh, we had an ice cream social at work today, Ooh. and I didn't have any. Social oh. or ice cream? Both. Oh, you oh. bitch. <laughs> I had to work. I had the shit to do. Yeah. I'm so sorry. But that was my high. And we built a uh, day bed. Nice. I hate doing shit like that. But then I always yeah. feel so good afterwards. Yeah. Cause it's like, ah, we did it. And there went the bed. Oh, there, no. there, there, went went. The bed. there went the bed. Sorry. Ashley, what was your high? Um, I mean, I guess doing like the vision board party that because that was on Sunday, and then um, yeah, me and y- Yelsa and Lerod planning <laughs> services. <laughs> you know, just like planning out all our friends. Oh, birthday. that's your name spelled backwards. Yeah, yeah. Yelsa you and Lerod, idiots. <laughs> You yeah, <laughs> Yours is Needarb. Yeah, yeah. We made everybody a backwards name. Right. Adam, is, Adam is Mata. Mata. Not Maga. Not to be confused with Maga. But a little close. No, okay. Adam is Mata. Mata. There you go. You're welcome. That's, that's Anyways, yeah. Um, the, the party planning and the vision board party and then i'm just looking forward to all the stuff this weekend for our friends birthdays and celebrations yeah it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. amazing well what a fun uh, little pod which is the core four shout out to michael d cohen thank you for being on the pod we absolutely enjoyed having you Darrell is going to get your info so he can send you a check for those acting classes oh yes <laughs> yes i was like a check for <laughs> what like a child mentioned a check <laughs> um yeah guys thank you again for joining us my name is Darrell anthony you can find me on social media at i am Darrell anthony on instagram Darrell anthony on twitter my twitter is safe for work again because i took everything and put it in a fiber folder um so we're all good and you know follow io at the five what is it what is the feist dispenser the fabulous wow dispenser. i'm gonna say i'm gonna tell her to change to the feist dispenser i think she'll like that <laughs> okay much okay yeah. i'm mr Braden bradley you can follow me on instagram at mr Braden bradley and if you have a professional inquiry you can check out my website at bradenbradley.com <laughs> what's so funny no that's good for I the like professional that. show. that's why i did it because i knew that i was like I'm i was like on. who's gonna do it i was it? like which one <laughs> is ever gonna do it i do it no it's i it's professional inquiry and you can find me, Adam Andrew Rios, at the Adam Rios with a zero on Instagram and Boxed Wine Poppy with a zero on X, 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 and, <laughs> and TikTok. I put up a new couple couple new TikToks. Go take a look and like them. Great. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me, Ashley Mitchell, at Ashley Aaron M on all social media, including LinkedIn for the professional shout <laughs> I love saying it so much. You are so dumb. <laughs> this was Thank fun. y'all that for was joining so us. Yes, I can't wait to eat those tacos.